Hey, welcome to Going Off Track. Hey. Hello. Hi, Jonah. Hi, Brad. Hey. Hi, Steve. <laughs> Hi. What's up, guys? Oh, no, just sitting here at Pulse Music. Pulse Music. Oh. Recording some intros for some awesome podcasts. Wow. You're so good. <laughs> At like radio, stuff. I'm trying to get this, this gig radio? from Steven that you just turned down. <laughs> well, oh yeah, I got another guy over here. Oh look at this! So I just turned down Steven to do a Don't prank call. A prank I'm, I'm not going to tell to who, but like, but you know, in order to do a great prank call, you have to be able to like bring it to a point of uncomfortable. You know, an uncomfortable oh, yeah, point. Absolutely. Totally. I just bailed on saying that word. Did you hear that? <laughs> uncomfortability. Uncomfortability. <laughs> so at it. And now um, I can't say it. So I turned him down because I always like get to a point where I'm like, oh, I feel bad putting these people through a ruse. And, right. You uh, feel too much. I do. I do. Yeah. One time though, I did. Uh, uh, my band told another band that their gear got left in another country to teach them a lesson. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> It's, How did that go over? They were terrified. <laughs> they were terrified, but they deserved it. Yeah, right. yeah. They needed they needed a lesson from some old men. <clears throat> what was the lesson? So this is basically it. They, we had a truck on that tour, and towards early on in the tour, we saw they were cramped for space. We had plenty of room. Said you could throw your gear in the back of the truck. You know what I mean? Sure. And uh, you know, no skin off our nose. But quickly, they started to kind of just leave the gear sort of towards the back of the truck, take off to the next show. And then, sure enough, before you know it, like, there's this gear kind of left around. And the guys who worked for us were were pretty mad that that was going on. So we convened, and we were doing a trip from uh, mainland Europe to the UK. Made the whole trip. Those guys got there, and they were like, yeah, so where's... We hid their stuff in, like, a back room. And uh, and then um, they got to the show. They're like, hey, guys, so, so where's our stuff? We're like, I don't know. Like, did you load it on the truck? And they're like, we, I mean, we kind of left it. Like, they're like, oh, I mean, we didn't put it on. Like, that's not really, I don't know. And just kind of played into it. And they're like, oh, my God. And they lost their shit, getting on the phones, going crazy. This is where I wasn't doing well. Like, they were coming up to me really upset. Right. Like, oh, man, this is so bad. And I'm about to break because I'm not good at this. Right, right. And I held it together because I knew these youngsters needed to learn a lesson. How long did, were they under the impression their gear was left? Would you say half hour? It was, yeah, I'd say a good half and hour. And how long do you think that feels? Probably like days. Oh, my God, days. Especially you're a young band. Yeah. It's not even your stuff. It's like, yeah. who knows? That could be like a deal breaker mistake. Yeah. You could get you off a tour. That could that could oh, yeah. that could be a bad one. That's a real so, sink yeah. or swim moment for sure. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, Jonah. Okay. Today on the podcast, <laughs> we have uh, if you're a fan of Tiny Moving Parts, that's really good because we have their vocalist guitarist Dylan Mathanson. He's in the band with his two cousins. They've been a band since they were like twelve, I think. Yeah, young men. Young men, and uh, they have a new record. Um, Coming out January 26th is called Swell. Comes out January 26th on Triple Crown Records. Um, and they're a super talented band. Yeah. I've known these guys a long time. If you're into guitar tapping. A lot of tapping. It, I would recommend definitely following Dylan on Instagram. Because he'll be like, check out this riff. And it'll be like the craziest sounding thing ever. And he's just like, he's always smiling. 
Like it's pretty. Wouldn't you smile if you were just shredding that hard? Yeah, if I could do that, I would smile all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they have a new record, and uh, it's great. It's a great record. I've had it for a while. Yeah, it's cool. Check it out. So check it out, and uh, yeah, let's learn more about tiny moving parts on this podcast with Dylan now. Uh, Dylan, thanks for coming by. Hi, Dylan. Hey, yeah. Hey, what's <laughs> up, yo? Yeah, yeah. Thanks what, for having me. This is cool. What are you? What are you in town? What are you doing here? Just this hanging show. out, like yeah. doing some, just some press stuff. Doing uh, like yesterday, I did some like guitar play videos and stuff for a couple new tracks on the new record. So literally just hanging out. I like, saw you got some pizza on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vinny's Pizzeria. Yeah. And, Sounds uh, appropriate. Yeah. What did you think, the Vinny's? Uh, C plus. Wow. Oh, Where's no. Vinny's? It's in Williamsburg. What did we say? Uh, was it soggy crust or bad I don't know. sauce? Well, I got like a, it was like five garlic knots for like a dollar. So like, I got that and like, I like the flavor of garlic, but I don't like garlic itself for some, I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's means. like, it's like I like sour cream and onion chips, but I don't like sour cream and I don't like onions. Yeah. Okay. That's one of those things. Sure. So like, I took a bite and I realized there's a bunch of like chunks of garlic on it. It just kind of like ruined the meal for me. Oh, <laughs> no. Just, I have a that theory can- about New York pizza. <laughs> Slice <laughs> pizza on. in New York City yeah. is horrible. You got to go to the suburbs. Slice pizza. Slice. It's become so cheap that it's just the worst thing ever. You mean by the slice? By the slice. It's good uh, if you're like drunk and stuff. Are you talking like Manhattan? Manhattan, even the boroughs. You got to go to the places with like a whole pie. Like a John's. Lucali, those places. So you've given up on pizza in New York. You've given you up on me? slice I pizza. I love pizza. You got to go to like Jersey, Long Island to get good slice pizza. I don't know. If you want like, this, these are like dude. fighting words. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, a dollar slice pizza is garbage. Garbage. Sure. You've never dollars? met a motherfucker who loves New Jersey more than me. You know that. You just <laughs> talked slice? about it for like forty-five minutes. Slice but. pizza in New Jersey is better than slices in Manhattan. Definitely. Maybe consistently. He's probably right consistently because you're not going to find two brothers dollar slice places out in Jersey. That doesn't exist. And they they skimp out on cheese, bad dough. They do a quick yeast to dough thing. And and we all know it's it's, probably frozen. It's about air quality. You know, everyone thinks it's this Brooklyn water getting shipped around. You know, Dylan, what? (laughs) You're from Minneapolis? Uh, I'm from a small town, Benson, Minnesota. It's like two and a half hours southwest. Well, you guys are (laughs) pizza. Dude, we have like a local Jimmy's Pizza that's like subpar. It's okay. What about, is that that the area where you guys have Juicy Lucy's or is that more of a... Minneapolis is like kind of known for that. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's like two and a half hours like east Minneapolis is. So we go up there like sometimes on the weekends and stuff, see friends and eat out and stuff like that. But uh I've only had one juicy Lucy in my life. Yeah. And and it was pretty good. Like yeah. it, there's so much hype on it, so it's kinda hard to like fall in love with it like everybody. What else is did. a juicy Yeah, I don't know what it is. So juicy. like it's like the cheese instead of having a cheeseburger, instead of being on top of the patty, it's like Liquidy inside the patty, so you take a bite and it's just like oozes. The and cheese it's like, is in yeah, the there's a couple so like, of like yeah, famous like places. Yeah, yeah, oh, a gush, but like like a cheeseburger gusher. gusher. <laughs> yeah, okay, awesome. okay. Is it messy? Yeah, I mean it can be. You know, it depends on the the cheese amount, but yeah, it's, this is a Minneapolis thing. Yeah, yeah. I've seen like some TV shows it. on it. That's Have what I know about it? it. I've never had it. Have you ever been involved in the construction of one? Because I'm curious. How do you do you inject cheese like cheese syringe? Do you do you inject cheese post no, burger you just wrap cook or do you around the cheese? 
Oh, so you take it's like a good cheese. hard piece of cheese and yeah. wrap the cold. Yeah. I bet wouldn't the cheese melt out before the burgers cook? There's got to be. There's maybe you have to use frozen uh, cheese or something. There's a show on this. It's really interesting. I'm they curious. go to like the two. I'll find it for you. Is I don't it, even eat burgers, but I'm. Is it I triple would, D? Triple D? <laughs> oh, Diners Drives? Oh, it might be. You a Fieri fan, Joe? I had the first two seasons on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, it is an entertaining show. It is an entertaining it's show, so, especially yeah, early awesome. on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you're also in a band. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm making that joke again. We're uh, called the Cheeseburgers. No, yeah, yeah, no. Love your stuff. Juicy but. Lucy's is not a terrible band name. No, it's no. not a terrible no. band It's adequate. Name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the most. How did you guys come up with? It's hard to come up with a band name. You, how did you guys come up with Tiny Moving Parts? Um, yeah, I mean, we we got it from like a song lyric from okay. this like screamo band called Circle Takes a Square. Of course, yeah, yeah, they're sick. Yeah, like we've the, toured with them a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Jeepers, not yeah. really a big deal, but yeah, yeah it's no big deal. Yeah, <laughs> sure, the stage with them quite a few times. <laughs> and he did. Yeah, I never realized that. Yeah, like that song "Kill a Switch" from the record as the roots undo. Like that's a big record. Like Matt, Billy, and I all like really love a lot. So uh, there's a line that says, uh, "Tiny moving parts make up the whole," and uh, we're just like, "Oh, screw it, let's just do tiny moving parts." We're just searching for a name, and and right away we're like, like. We don't love the name. We don't hate it. It's just fine. And then it kind of like, we're kind of happy it went that way because, you know, we don't hate it, but we don't love it. It's just like, oh, it's cool. Yeah, it works. Right. You know? We don't. So that's how we got it. And you guys started playing together when you were super young. Yep. Yep. Because Matt and Billy are brothers and I'm their cousin. So ever since we we're like 12, 13 years old. So 14 years now. So. And crazy. Grew up together since yeah, yeah. you like knew each other your whole life. Yeah, born and raised in Benson, Minnesota, which is like three thousand people. Like yeah. everybody knows everybody and uh yeah. We just grew up and we still live there and yeah, it's cool. Did you guys like actively like how did it happen that none of you doubled up on instruments and you chose ones that you could actually form a band with? <laughs> yeah, well, so the oldest one, Billy. Was that intentional? <laughs> like, the oldest one, Billy, he got a drum set when he was, like, 13. Cool. And uh, so then Matt and I were just like, well, let's play guitar. Guitar is so cool, you know, and, like, started taking guitar lessons. And then, uh, yeah, so, like, there was, like, before Tiny Moving Parts, we were, like, other bands. We had, like, uh, just starting out, like, doing cover songs and stuff. We take turns. What was turns. the first band name of, of of you guys playing Dude, together oh gosh i need to know we're we're called the d cups <laughs> yeah, like, it it's just like, like my dad like the re- we did it like in spite of my dad because like my dad was like you guys should name your band like jailbreak or like something like really like cool and like we're like, like dad we're not singing acapella songs over a burning you know, barrel yeah. here you know yeah. <laughs> And then, and then he like got like kind of fed up. He's like, "I'm having all these cool names. You guys like, name it something stupid like the D Cups." And then we're like, "Okay, we're gonna name it that." You know, and, uh, you dad. Yeah. So like immature, and, you know. So that's really funny. That, yeah, that was the first name. <laughs> all right. Pretty pretty bad. I mean, so like, when did it sort of like? Were you guys just kind of playing shows? Like, how did it sort of like? get more serious i guess yeah we just you know started learning cover songs like we like we loved like blink 182 some 41 that's kind of like what made us want to get instruments in the first place so uh started off that and then just played like just benson shows like we'd play like our parents like high school reunion and stuff like that yeah. like class of 73 and we'd Really? Just, yeah, yeah. There's like, there's like footage of that i'm sure was there any scene or were like you guys the scene i get we were the scene like there's <laughs> thing is like nobody really cared about us like yeah. at all so but we knew like it was what we loved to do and then we started like 
like knew what MySpace was and things right. like that. So we're like, oh, there's a lot of cool shit. So out was there. that your access? I mean, if there was no scene, like, how are you guys getting like yeah hip to everything going on? That was that was definitely it. So we're like, this is sick. And then we started finding cool bands. We're like, whoa, and we just want to we want to tour and play Minneapolis someday and things like yeah. that. So uh, yeah, we just kept doing what we did and. Yeah, so this is kind of like what we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. because we were talking about kind of not like this isn't pre internet, but it's kind of like more early days of internet and just being bored or having less stuff to do. I'm sure like you guys would be like, well, let's just get get together after school and play music. Like, you're not going to sit on Instagram for six hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Do you think that fed into it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because like all we all we do and all we still do is just like play together, like play music together and we golf. So like (laughs) you golf like half the year, the other half, like, you know, the winter's. It's miserable. So, um, yeah, we just, that's like the best way we like use our time. You know, it's just those two things. Who's got the best handicap in the group? Uh, not, not Billy. That's for sure. Uh, like me and Matt, we're kind of tied when it comes to golf. Like, do you bring clubs on tour? We have. Yeah. Being from Minnesota, did you play, uh, did you play hockey? We didn't, up? which is kind of, kind of weird. Cause like, you know, hockey, state of hockey, like everybody loved. Like I worked at a hockey rink, went to college up by Fargo, North Dakota for like a few years. And uh, my job was a Zamboni driver. Did you go to Moorhead? That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Dude, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. That's every hockey player's dream to yeah, drive yeah. the Zamboni. It was great. Just got paid to watch <laughs> hockey games and then, you know, water the ice. It was cool. I can't believe you drove the Zamboni. It's yeah. amazing. That's a good, that's like, there's a lot of people who would really, like, I bet... I don't know. <laughs> and this is the kind of thing Benny I knew would be yeah, fascinating. Yeah, you know what by. it is too? Because it's like, I, I can't totally relate to it because hockey wasn't part of me coming. But I know how rabid people are about hockey. <laughs> I bet if you like polled people from Minnesota, that would be on like probably 70 to 80% of like bucket lists. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like oh, I'd yeah. like to drive a Zamboni before I die kind Definitely. of thing. How'd you yeah, get yeah. the Zamboni gig? It was like my college roommate's older brother worked there at the the high school like the college where that was going on and they said they needed some people to work and yeah it just kind of worked out like that so that's cool so if you're the Zamb- i've thing. always wondered this if you're the zamboni driver <laughs> when when you're not driving the zamboni do you have to do anything else well that you're kind of like a janitor <laughs> there like true. you just kind of clean right. up uh, so I was it was more like a union thing where you could just sit yeah. on your ass oh yeah for an hour. NHL well, level like, it is. <laughs> during like yeah. like the college like hockey games and stuff or like figure skating practice or whatnot like you're just you just really wait. Sometimes when you did yeah. all your duties, you're just watching the game, and it's kind of cool. That's I kind of had it in my head that the the Zamboni driver is sort of treated like royalty a yeah. bit, like where they go off and they have like a, a very like a tough, room? like very nice looking <laughs> chair yeah. and a good position to watch the game until they're, they're like smoking a like yeah. stogie, and then and then every time they're needed, they rise like the phoenix and uh, come out. Oh, that's, that's what I thought. That wasn't yeah, your experience. I was, I was not praised though. Like the last, uh, you're the cleaning reason- the bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like I quit because it was like a it was like my last shift before like spring break. So everyone's like going back home, and it was gonna be fun and. Um, I was like just doing one last loop and the low fuel light came on, you know, or like the, the tank was like empty. So I'm like, oh crap. So I switched to the backup tank. And of course you're supposed to check it, like check both, you right, know, right, right. before you do it. And I, I thought I did, but it was like strapped in really tightly. So it didn't move. So I'm like, oh, it must be full, you know? <laughs> but of course that was empty too. And what happens was, uh, when you run out of fuel, like the whole Zamboni just stays on the ice and you can't raise it until you oh. get a new tank. So like. 
I was just like freaking out. So like I got out. Could it like damage the ice? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like I sprinted out, and then I I got like a new tank, which is pretty heavy, and just and you're sprinting on ice. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, impressive. Yeah, and and then like then I finally got all figured out. You know, like five ten minutes later. And I lifted it up and I melted like a gigantic ah, thing all the way down to oh, the cement. They're still no. blaming no you. Yeah, and they're I still was blaming like, you today oh. for like that divot. So like, what happens was, then? Like, how does that repair? Uh, I don't know. Like, all I did was put like little orange cones around it. Like, yeah, don't <laughs> don't <laughs> stay there. <laughs> uh, you're good. Yeah. That's thoughtful of you. Though. That's thoughtful. Yeah, you didn't let anyone. Crash into the divot. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then you said focus more on guitar at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the pivot. Right? That's good. The I mean, my Zamboni incident of uh, yeah, yeah, my Zamboni career is over. Gotcha. I mean, how did you sort of develop kind of the more tapping, like that sort of more technical style? Um. Well, I mean, like growing up, like with like the MySpace days and stuff like that, trying to find bands like the Fall of Troy was like a big influence to us, sure. and like just the way Thomas Eric would just like shred and. Made it just made me want to like learn harder songs just to like show my friends. You know, it was like a, almost like it was like a nice challenge to do. So sure. that was really influential and in, like finding band like just more bands like Terramellos, like they just shred and um so yeah, just like the MySpace. That's what like helped kind of shape it up more to the style. I guess I I guess we have now. So, but was it like because I feel like it's so hard to do that stuff and keep it musical and not like just show offy. Yeah. Did it take a while to kind of figure out how to like integrate that into songs versus just like check out what I can do? Yeah, yeah. Because I definitely don't want to like be like, oh, look at me, look how cool this. I would definitely shit. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all, Jonah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I don't know. It's just the more you know, more time you put into making a record, like all these songs, like like we have a new one coming out, um, like on the twenty twenty fifth or twenty sixth, twenty sixth, twenty sixth, and um, yeah, and like we just spent like all like year like a little over a year just writing like the, the 10 songs on it you know and just put a lot of time and effort into it and you just find a nice balance of like doing cool cool shit but like not doing it just to do it like try and have it make sense with like you know the overall shape of the record like for each song you know and not just be like look how cool i am you know <laughs> is it hard to sing while you're doing some of those parts i get asked that a lot and like it looks impossible i i can see why it does look really hard but i don't even think about it. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to write this guitar thing and write these lyrics. And then I just, it becomes muscle memory the more you practice. So I I really don't know what advice to get except just <laughs> practice the yeah. shit done, I guess, you know? Well, do you like, um, I think the muscle memory thing is like the important thing to add. Like, I, I wonder if bands that play in, in the timings you guys play a lot, like how much of it is like you're just writing it to feel or how much of it is like you're actually writing to account you're trying to like write to yeah i mean yeah like like i never go in like oh i'm gonna write a song tonight kind of or anything like that i just i play guitar basically every night or every other night because i enjoy you know thank god i enjoy it yeah sure uh but yeah i just write and then i've just whatever i stumble upon like oh that was sick and i just like record it on my phone or like Uh put it into logic and do like home recording demoing and stuff and then just kind of sleep on it and then the next day I'll like bring it to practice or something and show the guys. And if the guys are like, you know, half the time they'll say, no, nah, I don't really care for it, you know, and just kind of go from there. So, I mean, but it, I guess the question I'm asking is like, I'm always curious in like song construction with band, bands such as yours, because of if I had to learn one of your songs, I would have to very actively like put it to measure and like yeah. learn that measure. 
because it would confuse me otherwise. Like, does yeah. your band have to do that? Like, do, are you guys counting? Are you guys like playing to time when you're writing? Not re- we just kind of wing it. Just kind of go for it. Yeah, like, like uh, our awesome. drummer, drummer Billy. You know, he, like he was uh, going to school for music and stuff, and he he kind of knows more about like, well, that's you know what time signatures were in, yeah, or, yeah, like yeah. what key and all, like all the, the musicality stuff that I really don't know about. Huh. And uh, he'd like try be like, oh, we should do like a five four here, and I'd be like, well. Back then, I'm like, well, what do you mean? You know, and, yeah, like yeah. we just kind of like started out like that, and but now it's like just kind of naturally like we should do this and that, and uh, we don't like try like force things. You know what I mean? Like we just kind of kind of wing it. Whatever cool. feels right, go with our gut. Yeah. Um, I was, what was I gonna ask? Oh, you seem like this is a little bit non sequitur, but I feel like you're always smiling. Like you uh, seem like a really happy person. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like, do you do any sort of like mindfulness stuff or like, do you like have any kind of like techniques for cultivating that or is it just kind of your demeanor? I I guess it's just the demeanor. I don't know. Like I just always just try to look at the bright side of things, you know, yeah. and, in which like a lot of our, basically every song that we write, our band like theme is like kind of that, like going towards that, like there's bumps in the road, try to overcome it just because the bump's going to be there. So just try to be optimistic and yeah. I don't know. I just try look on the bright side a majority of the time. So. I feel but like it's sad and bummed out. You know, like you know, <laughs> sure. human. You well, know. I think there's like some dark moments on the record too. I mean, there's that hopeless, but you know, there's like I can't remember what's the song about we're all gonna die or like stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Do you feel like some of that stuff can come out in the music as well? Yeah, I mean, that's where like the lyrics like kind of naturally like come out because it just feels right to write about that stuff. Because uh, I'm writing about like kind of specific things, but. Like every song is about a specific thing, but like um, also keeping it kind of kind of vague, so like you're kind of giving the listener the paintbrush, and they can kind of paint their own picture too, and connect the way they want to. Mm. So like, it's just kind of keeping that in mind every time we write. So has, yeah, anyone, always, ever, has anyone ever come up to and been like, "Dylan, I know this song's about me." No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a talk of this I think with Jordan from Lot of Speed. Like it happened, it's happened to him. I just was curious because I feel like sometimes people can still like sense stuff. Uh, I mean, or not really. I haven't had anything okay. like that. I mean, I've you know, people have said like how much the songs mean to them and helped them out through times and stuff, but never had someone like Dylan. You wrote the song about me. What the hell? You know, like nothing like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. But hey, uh, Jonah, I know I didn't tell you this, but I have a mystery friend. What you do? Yeah, I do. I do. You didn't tell me that. I looked into this mystery friend. When are we gonna get the theme for this? Wait, who are you asking? You're a producer guy. This is on you, man. Who was going to write the What's theme What's the point of sitting over friend? there with a mustache that? and a fleece if you're not going to come up know. with these? I'm going to get to work on it. You know? So, <laughs> mystery friend. Don't make familiar with mystery friend. <laughs> no, I'm not. Mystery friend is a segment of the podcast <clears throat> where we reach out to one of your friends and we have them um, get a question that they submit to us to ask to ask you or for you to tell a story. <laughs> to like, prompt, to kind of prompt the pro- conversation. So then you oh, do okay. that and then at the end you guess which one of your friends is the mystery friend that asked this question or now, prompted the story. Okay. In fairness, I would really like a mystery friend, but in the end, I may accept mystery band. Okay, okay. Okay, okay fair enough. So, I've been told you were on tour with this person. Mm-hmm. You were in El Paso, Texas. There was a man passed out in front of the venue that you may have thought was dead. Yes. And then, <laughs> apparently... Uh, an inordinate amount of men went to a hotel room, um, and one room was for sleeping, and one room was for partying. Yes. In El Paso, Texas. Can you tell us a little bit about that night first? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah, we played we played a gay bar in El Paso with. Can I say the band? I think I know the band that, who mystery friend. Was it modern baseball? It's not. Oh, Ooh. interesting. Wow. Anywho, the plot yeah. thickens. Yeah, Ooh. love that. Ooh, it really is going. a mystery. Friend. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. We played. We played a pl- that place, and uh, after the show, we're like loading out, and like you know, sometimes you just get like that energetic. Everybody's just like in a good mood. And yeah, just, yeah. Like, a spirited ball. loadout. Yeah, yeah, and. There's a guy like laying like laying down on the grass. Like he must have been like passed out, like just wasted. But and then like, I took like a picture, like selfie, like yeah, hanging out in El Paso, which you know it's pretty disrespectful. But, but uh, I ended up taking it down. But uh, I took a took a selfie and then like I posted it, you know, and so like, having fun time in El Paso or something. And then like we're continuing to load up, but also like police came and like fire trucks, came, like a fire truck came, I think too, and like. It was all like going around that guy, and we all felt like, "Oh, did I just post a picture of me with like a dead person?" On like, and I started freaking out. Like, what the hell? That's bad juju. Yeah, yeah that's bad like, juju. You don't want oh, that. Oh gosh. So that was yeah, and I, and I felt like shit. For you doing captured that. the last moment of his soul. Yeah, I was like, oh. But, so I, I learned from that not to be a you know douche. You know, don't do that stuff. But um, yeah. Then after. Uh, Realized he wasn't dead. He was fine. Good. So that, that's good. good. Yeah, that's good. good. Um, put yeah. it up. Took it down. Put it back up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> JK. It's, yeah. okay. it's all good. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, and then, yeah, after the show, we just went to the hotel and, yeah, one room, we just partied. I, I don't think anything else crazy happened then. Like, I feel like that was the one that, like, shocked me. I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble. Like, I oh, so it was do. a hotel room for partying and one for sleeping. Apparently, there was one room for sleeping, one room for partying. Yeah. That's, That's kind of typical, though, on a tour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, a big tour like that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Often... Uh, in in my camps, it would be like the weed room and the non weed room, right? Basically, the smoke room. <laughs> yeah, um, the way you presented that question, I was imagining something far deeper, like a, a house of men. Well, it's because you're. <laughs> I mean, one room is to sleep. It's just one because of your <laughs> super like sardonic disposition. Some may be dead. You would yeah, think you're, that, you're dark. So, Dylan, who do so, you yeah. think that could be? It's so, not modern baseball. It's not, not modern, modern baseball. baseball. What? Was it Matt and Bill? From the- it was not Matt and no. Bill. Ooh. Oh, this is a good I don't even thickens. know. This cuts deep. So this is someone you're, you're friends with? This is a good yeah, friend of mine. His revenge on it. Yeah. Close. This is a close friend who oh, actually man. even apologized for this because he's like, this is all I got. So this this panned out well. Cheapers. Was this person there that night? He was there. He was in a band I believe you were on tour with at the time. Wait. Was it... Gosh. All right. Should we throw some hints out? Time for hints. Was it the band Gates? It was the band Gates. Okay. Yeah. It was the band Gates. Yeah. All, right. All right. So you got mystery band. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think yeah. we played El Paso with Modern Bass on a different time. And then one tour we did, Frameworks and Gates. Frameworks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Frameworks. Cool. Be that cool. Tour. All right. And it was the bass player, Mike Maroney. Oh, cool. Cool. <laughs> Good yeah. old Mike Maroney. Oh, that's awesome. Who was once hired by me. Yeah, uh, independently of music, I ran a uh, 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 the production department of a newspaper, and Mike came in and applied for a job, and I just thought he was nice, and he seemed cool, and I hired him, and then many years later, he turned into the Mike Maroney of Gates, and we started when we were also in a band together. So That's that it. was funny. That but, is funny. That is uh, a good mystery, Fred. That is that a great one. one. Yeah, a mystery band. Cool. That was a different segment. 
kind of stumped me on that one. I that like that. Yeah, well, you lo- we had a really, really great prize for you if you got it, but now... <laughs> yeah. It's a setup. So, guys, send the pony. <laughs> send it away. Back. <laughs> you guys are, the ab- truck. are about to go on tour for a pretty long time, it seems like. I was looking at your tour dates. It's like maybe like eight weeks, nine weeks. Yeah, like yeah. That. Well, I think it's like like 40 days total or so. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, how does that sort of, I mean, I know you, you guys tour so much, but how does it feel like before it starts when you're just like sleeping in bed, eating pizza in Brooklyn yeah. to go from that to like back on the road, are you excited or is it oh, like... Oh yeah, like we, we can't wait. Like this has been, uh, since we recorded the record, this has been like four four months off or something. Like it's been our longest gap of not playing shows for a while. And you're still living up in, in Benson? In, yeah, Benson, Minnesota. So yeah, it's just been, we just are so anxious. We can't wait to get out of the house and like be back on the road. Because yeah. when we're at home, like, Matt, Billy, and I, we just, we hang out, like, every day. Do you just... have, like, a mansion or something? Is it so cheap to live there? <laughs> well, we, well, we still, live, like, live with our parents and just do the free rent thing, nice. you know, and, like, they're super supportive, so it's cool, like, being yeah. gone, like, half the year and then just... Yeah. Just brainstorm band name ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There the is Lucy's, yeah. this. Like, I don't know you guys well besides for researching the band and knowing your music and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and... But I've had like a consistently like I, it's just been a very consistent experience with people from where you're from, yeah. And it does seem to me like your area produces the nicest people in the country. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even kidding. Like, I've awesome. had, Thank and, you. proximity and, to Canada. I well, and some of it has to do with what you just said. Like, I've known a lot of people up there who are able to play music in a very free and open way for a long time because of like super good relationships with parents and like open places. And I've been able to like stay at people's parents' houses up there and it's always meals and very welcoming. And it like, it it almost feels like a Southern hospitality thing up there. Like it seems like, is there like an importance culturally, like from where you're from to, to sort of harness this at all? I, I don't really know. I mean, like, People always say like, "Oh, you guys are so like the Minnesota nice." Like that's that that term that people use up there a lot, and it's just I don't know. It's just the way we are, I guess. Everyone's yeah. just nice, and it's cool. Like, like you know, just going to like the store, like grocery store, and everybody's nice and like helpful. And I guess it's just the way it is. I mean, at least- I mean, genealogically, are most of you Vikings? Oh, we love the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, and you actually are, are Vikings, Vikings, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah. yeah. So like is you, that you come from Vikings? Is that part of it? Are just Scandic people much nicer? I mean, no, they're nice in Europe not. too. The Vikings I don't know. Are not Vikings nice at all. Not. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. They were the nice Vikings. to each other. Nah, I'm yeah, sure no, there were plenty so. of. <laughs> I've seen that show. There were yeah, plenty of no. warring Viking tribes for sure. Crazy Vikings, yeah, yeah. Peace. But you are a fan of the the Purple People Eaters, absolutely. I'd assume. Love it. Not so bad. Uh, so I don't know exactly when this podcast is going to get Pretty released. Pretty soon, I think. But you just had one of the most epic oh, uh, wins in Vikings dude. history, huh? Yeah. I know Jonah probably was not privy to this because he's about 22 hours a day. He's in a spiritual place. <laughs> we can't a sound get to bath or something. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with football. <laughs> Sunday playoffs? Yeah. I didn't see I didn't uh, what happened. So was... Minnesota was, was basically bound for a loss. Yep. Like they, they blew a lead. Mm-hmm. And uh, against the Saints, yep, and and oh, and a, a very uh, unheralded quarterback named Case Keenum threw it up there. All the guy from the Saints had to do was tackle a man, push him out of bounds, anything. Completely flubbed it. 
Guy ran in, and it was like an inexplicable win that should have never happened. I heard about this. You oh, were yeah. watching this live, I presume? I watched... So that was the day I f- flew here to, to New York. Oh, so wow. like on my phone, I got to watch like the first three quarters. Oh. And then the last play I saw was when our quarterback threw like an interception. So I was like, oh gosh, we're going to so was done. We're going down. Yeah, and then yeah. I didn't know until I got off the flight. And like uh, Matt and Billy, who dro- dropped me off at the airport, they're like, Dylan's going to New York. He's doing cool shit. We want to do cool shit. So they went to the game. No. And ended up seeing the best Vikings wow. game probably ever. Ever. And I'm on a flight freeze, you know, just being, yeah, just far away. And, oh, uh, yeah. So that's pretty cool. They got to see it. So epic. Very epic. What was yeah. your feeling like when that happens? Like, is your whole family Vikings fans? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like my, my brother, my older brother, Mitch, he was crying like forever. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was just freaking out so when i landed i got like my phone like swear to god like 30 plus different people text me we oh my god minnesota miracle holy shit yeah and like yeah, yeah. And so i called my brother and he was just like dude i'm still in tears i can't fucking believe it man and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty it's pretty awesome big moment know? yeah yeah it's yeah. great it's cool Jonah, I wish you would come out of your spiritual slumbers sometimes long enough to know this stuff. No, I wish I did too. I have no <laughs> idea. I, re- I heard this story and I still don't totally understand what happened. Well, <laughs> I think you're, he was essentially Jonah's just like his TV's on at the house, but he's just levitating above it. No, <laughs> like, that's not true. Like Although he, I did watch, I watched two episodes of Black Mirror last night. How'd that go? You guys watch that? Show? I watched my first episode ever last night. Really? Wow, yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Which one did you start with? I think we're destined to the speak about it a little. No, it was like season four. It was like, uh, the episode was, I mean, I'm sure they're all really weird. They're all really weird. Yeah, it's uh, like some kid, like, was on the computer doing his thing, you know, and then... Uh, what were you talking about, masturbation? Oh, that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, then, that, like, he got somebody, like, through the computer videotaped yeah, him. That's, yeah, that's, that's season three. Dark. Shut up and oh, dance. Season, season three. Yeah, yeah, shut up and dance. This that is one. a safe yeah. place. A you can get sexual here if you uh, like. Yeah, it was just... It was just... It was like, what the heck? This like is a weird a show. to start with. Yeah, I'm like a little scared one. to open the door on that show. I like... I like... The last time I watched, like... Like, just for reference, one winter where I binge-watched Six Feet Under, I it caused it caused depression. Like, I, I got depressed. Like, like, I'm, like, yeah. super... Like, when I'm watching something, I have a hard time distinguishing it from reality. It feels super real to me. And I'm scared of that show because I think it's going to, like, put me in some wormholes. It does. Yeah. yeah. It's very, like, Twilight Zone. So I'm not going to yeah. do and, it, I don't think. It's yeah. relevant to, like, where we are. Doesn't sound good for me. You can't binge watch everything, you know. Yeah, you can't. Some things you can binge. Isn't that just how things work these days? End of the fucking world or whatever. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen seen that. that? It's actually pretty awesome. I think it's from a graphic novel. Okay, from the UK maybe. I don't know if you know this, but everything is from a graphic novel. Stephen Smith. Everything. Yeah, (laughs) Stephen would definitely know. Everything. I'd pay pay like a thousand dollars cash right now to have the liberty to binge watch something. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like that. Like you got kids to feed. Yeah, I got some shit I like to binge watch. Make sure they don't die. (laughs) I, I can't binge watch anything. It sucks. I can maybe I'll get through half an episode of something once a week, so I can finish the series in about. Seven, eight years. <laughs> that's oh, what, that's where I'm at right now. Um, oh. I mean, but Dylan. But Dylan. <laughs> Here's my question. How, how often do you just like practice guitar? Are you like, t- like I'm going to work on my... He said every night. I, I, every like, night. honestly, like, and I don't, like, I 
I go in like not like oh I should play guitar I need to keep up it's more just like oh I want to play guitar something to do what's your average like but what's like what's your regimen are you like I work on one thing one night am I writing am I working on like uh, right hand stuff or I just kind of just play like I just I guess constantly writing maybe you know just just playing like always like adjusting the capo and just like playing up down the fretboard just just kind of winging it just having fun with it because if I like go in like oh, we need to write all these songs in like a month or something. Like that's where like the force writing comes in and just that's yeah, yeah. just doesn't feel right. Sure. And, uh, so I just make sure to constantly be writing so then I have a big open time frame and it won't be as stressful in the end when it comes down to like you need to have a record done, you know, or like before you go to the studio. Is so, that a thoughtful thing to like keep so much almost potential material that there's like less pressure? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Just keep hammering stuff out. And then like, once in a while, like, like learn random funny songs. Like, I learned that Red Hot Chili Peppers song the other day that, uh, what is it? A, that Snow Ao song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, Fushante is no joke, though. No, 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 no that's, that's real. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. guitar player right there. Yeah, yeah, it's sweet. But then I'll, like, show, like, my friends who, like, like, my friend Tyler, like, so I can't stand the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, like, I'll send him that riff and send it to him. <laughs> you, play, message. you play normally <clears throat> what tuning? Oh, uh, well, I do, like, like kind of drop C sharp on a lot of songs. And then one of the open ones I do is like a from like the low thick string, the E is like a D A E A C sharp E. And it's just you strum it open, it sounds like pretty as hell, like right <laughs> off the bat. So yeah. Did you discover that on your own? Or I learned, did someone teach you that? I learned it from a from a tab, uh that band, Algernon Cadwallader. Hmm. Um they're just like a cool band from Philly. Them, yeah. yeah, and uh I remember the intro riff I really liked of one song, so then I looked at the tab, and and uh, I was just like, what is this? And then I just kind of experimented with it, and like right away, just like, well, I can do this. Like It just kind of clicked with me right away, but but like that was kind of rare, because like, there's so many other tunings I've tried, and I just don't understand and can't do it, you know, huh. but... Wait, know. What'd you say your main tuning was? It's- well, I guess I would say that one is, it's D-A-E-A-C-sharp-E. Okay, but yeah. what was the other one? That- uh, drop C-sharp. Which is what? Wow. Which is like, it's like drop D, but just an extra like, like half step down. An extra drop. Yeah. <laughs> an extra drop. So yeah, yeah. Just little, you have to like set your, yeah, yeah. Do you, you get your, your do you get your guitars set up specifically for yeah. those tunings? Yeah, yeah. So like this, that would like whack everything. Yeah. Out. yeah, yeah, for sure. Like this, this headliner we're doing. I'm bringing three. I got like three Telecasters. I'm bringing with and uh, our T our tour manager guy is just gonna like be tuning it some parts. You know, when during songs and just. It's like those little things that he does will help me out tremendously yeah, and keep sure. me like a do smooth you have to, set. Do you use like a heavy string gauge with that kind of drop tune? I use like a like a ten to fifty two like skinny top heavy bottom Ernie balls oh, okay. and yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's cool. Trying like finally figuring out the most comfortable way of playing guitar. I guess you know. Like, I, I love your Instagram. Thank you. Like, like Dylan will just like post these like crazy licks totally, yeah. and it's like and I, and there's been i told you like there's been times where like i don't have audio and i'll just watch it and i'll be like this looks awesome i can't hear it but i'm like i'm gonna listen to this later <laughs> uh, yeah is that fun to like get that and get like instant feedback on yeah, yeah you're it's, writing? it's amazing it's really cool has and any like, that stuff made on the records or into songs or is it not more? really like every time i do something like that it's like it's kind of like how we talked about being like show offy or like to being realistic or like trying to have a nice blend for like an overall song like that stuff's more just kind of like how fast can you play a part like kind of crazy you know but uh which is fun to watch for like 30 seconds you know like on an instagram <laughs> instead of like listening to like a four minute song of that uh, like sure. for at least for us but 
Um, but yeah, every time like, I post a video, like, like the feedback is always, like, it's been great, you know, so at least so far. And uh, it just makes me want to like do more. Like, so it's like a win-win kind of across the board. It's cool. When you like, for, for like a young guitar player, when you actually like pick up the guitar and you're cold, do you, do you have anything you do to like warm up fingers, wrists? Do you have any like scales? Do you, or you just start kicking right in? I kind of just start yeah. going with it. I mean, even with like, I don't do any like vocal warm ups on tour or anything, which I know like you really should, but you know, teach their own, you know, like some people have their yeah, certain if things. If you have and, no issues, then. Yeah. So do you, um, do you feel like, like a kinship with like this whole, like whatever, like emo scene or like this whole like new thing? I mean, do you feel like you're a part of something like that? Or do you feel more like you just have friends in bands and you play with them? And uh, I mean, you like, know, we always get called like emo, which I mean, like, I technically like all music if it connects with you it's like emotional in a way so like i get it like we do we sound like similar bands you know like uh i was just talking about earlier how uh like we got compared to like american football and like cap and jazz and stuff before mm-hmm. and like that was before we even heard of those bands we're like who are, who are they but then we listen to them we're like oh they're sweet but like <laughs> they you know, use that same tuning yeah well like now one of them do now yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh it's just cool it's just like it's just cra- like kind of almost like full circle shit. I don't know. It's weird, mm. but yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Do you what have about- a favorite guitar player? Uh, like who's your guitar god? I jeepers, that's a good question. I don't really know. Like, mm. like when we love, like we loved like the Fall of Troy growing up, and that was like the like so Thomas Eric was like a huge influence like for me. So I feel like. He has to be up there just because he changed the way like we've sound like me in general like but like our whole band sound for for the better I feel so I feel like he's one of them but I really don't know like there's a lot of good guitar players out there yeah do you think uh, like you know I think it's always cool that two brothers are a bass player and a drummer yep and I have this assumption that there's just this natural. I mean, probably just playing together your whole life will do it anyway. But then brothers on top of it, like, do you find they're just like super in lockstep? And is it is it semi natural? Is it is it like unspoken? Like, I think yeah, we kind of. I think that does help. Just the fact that just playing together forever, you know, like yeah. So it's been fourteen years that we've been playing music together, and it's like we've never really jammed with like we have like a lot of like a lot of musician friends and stuff, sure. but we never actually like had band practice are like full things with really you know yeah and uh so like that's kind of like all we know is just us like us three playing music together so would it you works ever, out nice do you think you'd be like not not afraid but like how daring would it be you to like step outside of that since it's like been all you've known almost as far as writing and creating music like do you think if you ever had a chance to play with other people that the... Are you trying to start a band with us? Would you start a band with us? Uh, (laughs) Let's do it. I think the Juicy Lucy's. Oh, Juicy Lucy's. There it is. First gig. First gig. But I mean, it's like... uh, I I mean, have you ever thought about like what that could do to your playing or how you think about music to to step outside of it at all? Uh, I mean, like, I guess so. Like... Uh, I mean, like my like I co-wrote my girlfriend's last EP. She in a band, Jetty Bones. They just released an EP, and cool. And I co-wrote uh, some songs with her, and uh, I went on tour with them for like a couple weeks, and like that was like practicing with a whole new band thing. Yeah, and that was yeah. like 
that was just cool. Like, it's just uh-huh. like, oh, this is different. And like, it's just, all you can do is like benefit it from it, like from sure. the whole thing, if anything. And that was just a fun time. And, um, but yeah, I don't really like try like, oh, I need to play with like other people to like expand, you know, my, you know, horizons or, you know, like <laughs> yeah, I just kind of yeah. like, we're like really comfortable and happy with how things are going. And, uh, Great. but always, uh, try not to be too comfortable though. Like always trying to like do new stuff, you know, keep and, pushing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Keep it interesting. Could you talk a little about the concept for the caution video? Sort of like how that came together. Cause I feel like it's, it's like, I watched it so many times. Like it got like weird kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's, I mean, if you could describe it, it's like, it's really, it's, I don't, I think it's just also those actors that play you guys are so fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they're great. Yeah. So like that video was, uh, it's basically, uh, these three janitors who is, who are us like 30 years from now or, you know, whatever. And, uh, it's the, just them trying to like relive the dream of like playing rock and roll, you know, and just having fun. So like, yeah, the video for those who haven't seen it. Were they it, called it the like, jailbreakers? The jailbreakers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the jailbreak, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then the video, I feel like the concept is like, it's us three as janitors, 30 years from now and uh, just wanting to be back to your youth, like playing rock and roll and having fun. So like it shows them just like, like, you know, like uh, clean the windows, clean the bathrooms, like using the brooms and like, just like rocking out and like hitting like, you know, like little pots of pans almost. And uh, it's just, it's cool. Like it turned out great. And then it just kind of goes back to like us playing and uh, just them using their imagination as being young again. So I mean, did that kind of figure into, like, the song kind of lyrically or thematically? Uh, well... It was more just yeah. like a cool idea. Like, yeah. jo- Johnny Comar, he's the one who directed it. It was, it was, mainly, it was his idea, and uh, once we got, like, the, the treatment for it, we're like, oh, that song's so cool. Like, it's cool that it's, like, it's like a PG music video. It's, like, there's no <laughs> swear. There's no swear, and there's no, like like sexual things there's no drinking there's no it's just like a funny like but like like touching like it makes like it makes you feel things kind of too it's like oh they they want to be young again and like it's cool it just is, turned out really good is it hard to film stuff in a high school like uh, is that like a lot of like like i don't know i would just feel like i would feel freaked out going into a high school now why? I just feel like it's it been so long. Maybe it might be part <laughs> the of mustache. the mustache. I just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I probably wouldn't be allowed. If I saw yeah. you just wandering the halls of high school, I would give you the side. I, yeah. I, I mean, I might ask you why you were there. I'd be looking very confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this guy isn't a parent, but he's definitely yeah. not his teacher or a student. <laughs> I think you might wind up on a list. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't um, know. I know that's how uh, the Not a Surf song, popular. Wound up at Bayonne High School right over here, and apparently it was just because that high school is the one who was like, "Yeah, we don't care. Like, you can have have at it here." But that's really, just... I didn't know that was filmed at Bayonne High School. Bayonne High. Where did you film the caution video? Where was that? Filmed? That was uh, kind of like towards upstate New York somewhere. Okay, I, I don't really know where offhand. Gotcha. But... Do you, you know... think your high school would have let you done it in Benson? I don't think so. No, I don't, I don't know. You wouldn't have been up for it. Eh. I don't. Do, I guess we didn't even ask. Really. Do they know? Like, do do like people from your town and stuff? Is it like fairly well known that you guys are like the touring musician guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's it's cool. I guess like there's like kids now going to school with like Tiny Moving Park shirts on and stuff. It's and, cool. Like, and like some of the teachers 
have been there for so long and they're they're like so proud of us and stuff for pursuing our dream sure it's cool like people back home like they're supportive like they have no idea about anything about the music stuff you know because there's not really any bands from benson but they just support the heck out of it and like they'll come to our shows like in minneapolis and stuff too so it's like holy shit like how's it going and it's cool is there there any bands from benson now because of you guys i don't think so i know there's been like people playing like playing guitar playing drums like yeah yeah getting a start now but i hope so i hope more you guys might have sparked up the scene is there anyone is is there anyone that didn't support you that you want to call out now (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. this is Uh, your time this is the way my brain works yeah yeah yeah, yeah. most likely and was like dylan this is never gonna work out like you should just study more yeah Yeah. we're pretty big in benson we have a big yeah (laughs) we i've seen the demographics (laughs) yeah uh, keep pursuing the zamboni dream Yeah, yeah 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 no uh no no one's like i mean you see people talk shit on the internet, but that goes for anything. You know? yeah. But like, no one's ever told me like, let your dream die. You know, or like, yeah. like <laughs> you know, come on, do so. don't quit your day job. Everybody you know? in his hometown is. They're all they're all no, good to I go, know. man. That's good. There's yeah. gotta be one guy there who's like, ah, fuck you. Let your dream there. die. They're they're moving my family. One. I mean, I mean, uh, it's, what, it's not. You know, what house prices you, like? House prices are probably low there. huh? <laughs> yeah, what could I get a three bedroom house for in Benson? Oh, I don't even know. I. I I live with my parents for free, so that. <laughs> that's the best one. That is the best. Yeah, yeah. What's what would you say your relationship is like with social media? Speaking of sort of the internet, like because I'm sure, like you said, like I'm sure you get a lot of positive stuff, and then you get like a lot of people that just just go on there to talk shit. I mean, do you yeah. feel like you try to like take it with a grain of salt or not get too? Yeah, I don't know. like we just like to like post important like you know if we have a song come like we had a song come out today. It's like we need to get that out there because that's like the main things our music. But then we also like to post fun shit, you know, like just who we are kind of a deal, you know, and um, no matter what you do, people are, you know, going to, you know, talk shit and stuff. So like we kind of know that, knew that going into being a band and stuff. So we don't really like let that get to us. And so, yeah, you know, that's just out. That's just, it is what it is, you know? So. Yeah. That's what I thought you would say. Yeah. <laughs> you have like such a positive attitude. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Jonah, how long do you think it would take? To get something negative out of them. Oh, uh, I know. Anything. I mean, we just wanted one person from Benson to get tossed under the bus. That's, <laughs> it. That's just it. Just give us one. Give us one lamb oh, from I, Benson. We need it. I have no idea. I, I really we got blood know. on our teeth, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was curious, like, who are some of the bands that you sort of consider, like, feel a kinship with? Like, who are some of the bands you, you like to tour a lot? And also, like, going this headliner, like, what's it like for you guys to pick bands to take out? Like, what's your criteria, I guess? Um, I mean... For like picking up bands, we just like this tour. We just picked uh, Oso Oso and Mom Jeans because like we just like their bands and a lot of like mutual friends. Like I've never met them in person either band, but I've always heard good things and it just kind of made sense. We're like let's let's just do that, you know. And um, but like favorite bands we like to go on tour with and stuff. I mean, thankfully there's not been like a band that we're like oh that they're awful, you know, or anything like it's yeah. Like, we're thankful for that, but I don't know like. Like we get like when we go on tour with bands, we usually become like really good friends afterwards. Like uh, like Front Bottoms, like there's like our first like non DIY basement tour was like with them, and cool. uh, it was just like a whole new thing for us, and we didn't know what you know what we're going to guarantee every night, you know, like things like that and stuff. And uh, became great friends with them ever since. And like Modern Baseball, uh, yeah, they they took us out like four times. 
So like that was just like, and every time was just more fun, more fun, and Bro. it's just cool. It's just like all like nice people, like you know, bring, like just doing what we're doing, just like having fun and like being nice and just playing rock and roll. So a lot of cool people that do music, you know. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I feel like we played some shows together at some point. Then we we met at the what was it the Amityville Music Hall, right? Didn't we? Oh with yeah, United Nations and was that with. Wasn't it United Nations? Because then we play a show with we you played, guys. Yeah. I think we definitely played that place. And I think I remember. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then I feel like maybe some weird festival like. Oh. Like uh, with like the Swellers or something. Was it Skate and Surf? Was that it? I don't no, know. I don't no, I think it's somewhere smaller. But yeah, I feel like you guys are just always playing somewhere. Yeah, we just like to be busy as possible. That's why yeah. these like last four months were like. What were you doing super during long. the last four months? Because I'm assuming the record's probably already done. Yeah, we just, what do I you mean, do all day? You wake go- up, golf. Wait, golf's been off the table yeah, for yeah, a couple yeah, months, can't right? Be golfing in the winter. You so. wake up, you go. You you have like a like an attic situation, or you're on the same level as your parents, or what's oh, like I just, the? I sleep upstairs. <laughs> upstairs, they, they just live down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, you wake up, you I'll, roll downstairs. Yeah, I'll make some food. Nice. Uh... And then I'll go to Matt and Bill's house and like we'll just practice or and then throughout the night we'll just like watch sports. Yeah. Like this year we got like we've always liked sports a little bit, like and it kept growing on us and not you know, as the years went on, but like this year we're just like kinda like not obsessed, but we just love it. Like Talk to me about the twins. Twins twin? Baseball okay, baseball is one thing. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, like, here it goes. Uh, how about how about the uh, wolves? Yeah. That no, we went to a game we went to the T Wolves game like last week. Let me talk about Carl Towns. Towns. The pride of central New Jersey. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. He grew up right around where I grew up. And I am closely, closely following and almost rooting for the T-Wolves this year. That's awesome. I'll have you know. Yeah. But nice squad. I actually just listened to an interview with the... This is how nerdy about basketball I am, so you can make fun of me now. I listened to the interview with the uh, T-Wolves TV play-by-play guy. I guess he's been the guy for a million years. <laughs> yeah. And he said that already Jimmy Butler is getting up to potentially be the second best T-Wolf of all time. Really? Based uh, on his contribution Kevin to Garnett, the number one? Of course. Yep. Yeah. Huh. But even over the Kevin Love era, the Terrell Brandon era. Yeah. All these guys. He's the real deal. He's the real deal. Minnesota, like, we love Jimmy Buckets, dude. He's the man. Like, How everybody do you not? loves him. Is How this a not? new team? It is. <laughs> I, never, I stopped watching basketball in about 1996. When, when, when like around, was it was around like the, the T Wolves expanded the bad in, boys. into when like early 90s. The T Wolves started something like that. Okay, yeah, this might have been then. yeah. So yeah, based on your age and lack of interest, you might have missed them all together. I remember, yeah. I, I, but it, it's a long time. It's been around a couple minutes now. You know, I, mean, you figure, I sort of was thinking the same thing as you because I don't follow basketball. You figure at all. you'd stumble upon like ESPN every once. So I mean, there's eight of them. You know, you right, figure right. you just you just get across it. But yeah, no, not at all. No, huh? no. Wow, it's really impressive, almost. <laughs> I guess when you're just levitating on top of television, you wish, don't often see wish, what's, what's happening inside of them. Yeah. Hey, Dylan, do you do any yoga ever? Have you no, gotten into yoga? I'm at all? not. No, you should check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's you great. Teach me some like, things. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know anything about yoga. He doesn't need yoga. it. What does he need it for? I know you he actually don't need it. I actually am trying to get to where you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a really you know good what point. We both needed what? to not grow up in fucking Cleveland and New Jersey. Yeah, maybe yeah. we would have been like this. Can we move in with your parents? Can we come up there? Yeah, do it. That actually sounds amazing. You need to stop going like 
to tents in Peru and doing whatever the fuck you do. <laughs> and she go like ice fishing for a month up there. Yeah. 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 I need some cheese, man. Yeah. Some yeah. fucking cheese and ice curds. curds. <laughs> get that get it down in the water, watch a Vikings game and just relax, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds pretty good. I kinda wanna go. Can we stay at your parents? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We you don't even space. have to ask. Got some couches. Oh, man, and... they must be nice. You didn't even have to ask. He, he wouldn't oh. even have to be there. That's the thing. We can go knock on the door and just yeah. say, hey, we're It'd friends. There'd probably be food doing. waiting. Yeah. The whole, if I, if you, like, let's take this hypothetical, okay? Um, we're getting to know each other. Say, yeah. like, we had a nice night talking Timberwolves basketball. And I told you, oh, my band's going to be through around Benson we need a place to stay while you're on tour I'm assu- would you set me up at your parents house <laughs> yeah, to stay yeah. okay yeah. I figured yeah. and <laughs> if I was to show up at your parents house let's say the hypothetical time of like 11 o'clock at night would there be food waiting uh there'd be like well my dad would probably say or my mom just be like okay we'll probably be in bed but you guys can come there the 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 house is all yours. Just make have yourself at, at home. Just yeah, have just at like it. go in the fridge, do your thing. You and think like they'd just... leave some zaz out? Like they'd order some zaz oh, yeah, yeah. and leave it like, for us? They have like and... frozen pizzas. And yeah, like, yeah. Have little instructions how to use the oven and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just like... towels ready for <laughs> you. Yeah, they're that. ooh. But... <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Midwest that family so good. stuff. I wish I had a, like a parent's house to go home to. <laughs> Same I'm a child of Same. war. Same. Yeah. Everything I have is in like a room in my house. That's it. That's it. Nowhere else. No store. I it was in storage once. When I bought a house. Now it's not in storage anymore. That's basically it. I am very jealous of all of this. You see all these people from out here. Like Jonas from Cleveland, so he's basically from New Jersey. And like, you see how we all long for your for your life. Basically, we're longing for yeah. it. We're dying out here. All of America is longing for your life. Yeah. Have, you, th- have you thought about moving to anywhere else? Uh, not, not really. really like, I guess you're probably gone so much too that you yeah, want to like, move to Jersey City. I don't. Uh, I don't came to mind yet. Well, <laughs> I don't serve food after nine. So, so. But I mean, what should. we have going like right now is like kind of perfect because we're gone like basically like half a year, you know. So it's like the idea of like paying like six months rent for not being there kind of like we don't like that thought right yeah. now, you know. Like yeah, it just yeah. works right now. So uh, someday I'll probably have to move out of my parents' house, but. I don't know when, but you know. But they're not going to make you. No, they're they're super cool. Yeah. Like oh. they like super supportive too, and like they like it's like I, it's lo- like it's awesome to see them when I get back home. But I get you know, of course, bored out of my mind sure. like the next day. But but they just like love like asking questions about like so how was this city? How was tour? You know, and so it's cool. it's kind of cool. You yeah. can tell them about this podcast. Be like, these guys were fascinated by you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, well, they're going to listen to this at least like ten. Well, you know what? It's cool. Brad, you got kids older than me. Do you meet a guy who seems to just be like very well adjusted and wonder what their parents did? Because I do. I'm like, I want to talk to your parents and ask them. Be like, what did you do? This kid's great. Yeah. Like, like, tell me. What was happened? it you? Was it the school system? Yeah. What's going on? Like, what's going on was here? What did you feed them? Like, yeah. What was your cold. diet like? What's going on? Did you breastfeed? I want to know all of this. <laughs> if you ever visit New York with your parents, will you come on? Yeah. With your parents? Yeah, absolutely. They, yeah, I'm sure they love I've had, to. I've had my parents on podcasts. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. That'd yeah. be great. That'd yeah. be great. Oh, yeah. We, we love to like, that up. They love to like just bullshit, talk, hang out. So Jonah's sure. the PR machine. He'll make yeah, it happen. We'll set it up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's do it. All right. <laughs> 
All right. Thank you yeah. to Dylan and Tiny Moving Parts for coming by. Um, check out their new album, January 26th, Swell, out on Triple Crown Records, the home of 25 to Life. Yes. Although I don't think many <laughs> many Triple Crown heads out there might know about them. Yo, keeping it real, coming correct in a positive direction, 25 to Life. People should Google not only 25 to Life, but they should also Google Rick to Life on a horse. Yes. Which is one of the finest websites. And I want to give a special shout out to Fred, the owner of Triple Crown, because I see him around at shows and I always ask him questions about 25. About 25. And he's always very nice about it. And I feel like I'm just that guy. Oh. You know what I mean? Because he has so many huge bands now. But But I'm always like, what do you got? Is he respectful of the relationship or exploitive? No, I think he's respectful. I think he likes it because I feel like he probably doesn't get it that much. And for some of the stuff... You know, it's probably like a point of pride and respect. Sure. He's got respect in the scene because sure. he put some respect on his name. Yeah. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. yeah it's I all like about that. distros at shows. Um, oh so if God. you want to yeah. support this podcast, yeah, you can go to patreon.com slash going off track. You can go to off. You can go Venmo. to Venmo.com <laughs> slash off track. Slash off track. If you want to just give us a little wanna, uh, something now and then. You can go to iTunes. And give us reviews. Give us a three star plus? No, no, no. Five. Only five stars. Only fives? Yeah. Be honest. Even bother, Anything yeah. else is going to bring down the rating. What is our rating? I think it's pretty close to five. I feel like what? people aren't going to go on there. A couple people have gone on there just to complain, but sure. that's like a certain type of person. Is it because of my lisp? Uh, I don't think so. I was, in, lisp? I was in speech class as a kid for S's and R's. Oh, you've done really. quite well. It's because of my Jedi. weird teeth. I've never, I've honestly, Benny, I've never noticed that. <laughs> if, if, that would be a really weird reason not to listen to the podcast, too. That seems very superficial. If someone had a super annoying voice, I would probably not listen yeah. to the podcast. No offense to myself or anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily, luckily, you and I happen to have, we've been graced, we've all been graced with, with, with silver just voices. Beautiful, like Silk. Isaac Hayes style voices. It's true. I feel yeah. like maybe I should even yes. take it down a register sometimes. You think so? Maybe I, I should like get go in there, man. I should get a little smoother when we do going off track. <laughs> I'm worried you might get... damage some equipment. It's getting so damp in here. <laughs> I don't know, Joe. Also, go to goingofftrack.com slash cookies and buy some Girl Scout cookies yeah, for my daughter. Oh, I can't talk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever Brad said. Let me tell you about Girl Scout cookies. It's getting, we got a guest it is getting outside. foggy let's end this, in here. Let's end this dog with and pony the condensation show. off of Benny's pipes. So we'll be back next week with more of Benny's voice. <laughs> <laughs>